Welcome to Infinite Quest. Hey, everyone. So you guys are all uh, gathered around this ward corpse and uh, Aranya is uh, currently in a seated position on the ground because she just fell on her ass after trying to pull out the javelin. Uh, which Lauren, sorry, Gashan just recovered. Perfect. <laughs> I might need that. Starting with Gashan, what do you do? To give you an idea of the scene, there is a light mist that is gathering on the forest floor. You guys are kind of in hilly terrain in at the edge of the woods. There's trees all around, high grass. There's no trails here. Can I listen and, and try and hear if there's any other sounds of anything else approaching us? Okay, roll a perception check. 13. You hear crickets and frogs. Crickets and frogs, guys. That's it. Tahomas, what do you do? There was a second wolf, I think, that we shot towards the end. I'd like to go track and find out where his body's at. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it was basically back the way you came. It was the glowing wolf that you had shot and killed. That's the one. Yeah. All right, so you just take off. Aranya, what do you do? Well, as long as I'm sitting on the ground, I'm going to look into uh, getting my pelt off of this warg. All right. I want you to roll a nature check. Seventeen. Seventeen. Aranya pulls out her knife and begins skillfully cutting away the pelt of the warg as if she's done this before. And Raxus, what are you doing? Uh, Raxus will be cleaning off the uh, blood from his recently bloodied rapier from the wolf. I believe he stabbed it at least once, at least so he remembers. Okay. Raxus, you look down at your bloody rapier and you realize you didn't actually stab anything. Damn it. Clean it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Tahomas, you go back and you find that wolf. You're pretty easy to track, and you're, um, what do you do? I'd like to take it back to the party and then skin it there. Okay, sounds good. So while he's doing that, uh, what are the rest of you guys going to do? What was the time of day? The time of day, is, it's probably, you're thinking near midnight. Oh, midnight. Yeah. yeah. How are we, like, are our packs pretty bulky if we're carrying these pelts around? Like, are we going to need to stow them somewhere if we want to? Take a look for any hobgoblins in the area. Um, you could probably just drape a pelt over a shoulder or something, or I'm, I'm going to say it's not that big of a problem to, to carry okay. it with you. Awesome. Like, I mean, if anything, your pack mule, I mean, Gashan could hold it. <laughs> she is by far the strongest in the group. It's fine with me. I'm pretty sure this, the ectoparasites won't get on me either because I have scales and not fur, so I probably should carry it. What are ectoparasites? Parasites that are on the outside of, I assume, everything. How the hell does Gashan know this? Gashan's knowledge always baffles me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it baffles even me, and I'm the DM. The narrator stops and says, what the fuck are ectoparasites? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's one of those things that dragonborn parents tell their young before they go hang out with flesh people. Flesh bags. Drew on a college is very serious. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so sorry, what, uh, you were suggesting something then, Aranya? Um, well, if warg means hobgoblins, then maybe we want to try to look for signs of hobgoblins in the area. Sounds reasonable. Perhaps so, we could see if there are tracks leading back to uh, where these wolves came from. Jalmus would like to suggest that we double back to the cabin and wait out the night there, and then maybe try this pursuit in the morning. I'm up for that. Gishan agrees. Raxus will like look around his surroundings and realize he's in pitch black with probably no torch and be like, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> let's do that. Sounds like a great idea. Okay, uh, you guys find your way back easily to the the cabin. You guys basically lay down for the rest of the night and the night passed uneventfully. You guys wake up in the morning when a rooster starts crowing the crack of dawn. You guys peer out through the decrepit and rotten shutters and you guys see it is very foggy out right now. It's quite chilly. How do we feel about fog adventures? I mean, it's no different than traveling on the sea. It's always fog. Simply follow the breeze. It's fine with me. I need some food first, though. Is the ground moist? <laughs> As to homeless in all sincerity. <laughs> the, the ground is damp. Thank you. Yes, the ground is damp. Excellent. This is probably a good day for tracking. Yes. Because the moisture. Are we... Everybody's just giggling about using this M word. Okay, yes. The ground is damp uh, because there's a lot of dew out and, you know, it's fall and all. Uh, after you guys cook up some breakfast, you guys break camp and then yep. head back to where the warg was. Yeah, I'd say pack up, bring in everything with us and try to track down where the warg came from. And where do you guys start? Back where you guys killed the warg? Yeah. I think, I think yeah, where we, uh, mm -hmm. where the, the first round of skinning began. All right, making your way back to the warg, uh, not even a problem. You're there somewhere deep in the woods. You guys just search the area for tracks? Do you have an idea to Thomas? I'd like to start with that rock that it hopped down up from the last time we encountered it. Oh, okay. Uh, roll a perception check. Nine. Nine. You easily find some footprints uh, from where it climbed up on the rock and where then where it climbed down. Do they appear humanoid? No, they they appear orgish. Orgish. Okay. Big lupine. wolf paw. Lupine. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Except <laughs> except lupine is Latin, correct? I think so. Yeah, Latin doesn't exist, sadly. Yeah, but we can still use it to describe things. Okay, it's fine. I'm just fucking around. I'm being a jackass. Is Latin part of common? Is that is that for a game? Uh, no. Good. So you find a set of tracks that are basically they lead you to the where the skinned warg is, and then they lead uh, off into the distance. You're guessing it's probably leading you um, northwest, more due west actually. Or is that in relation to the river? Um. You were on the east side of the river, so it would be heading towards the river. Any other landmarks that Aranya knows are in that direction? No. Okay. Just a river. You know, it's, um, but it is on the edge of the valley. So you can basically probably, if you reach the river, you might be able to see out across the valley. 
let's just follow those tracks. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. Okay. So after about uh, 45 minutes, you guys make your way down to the edge of the river. Um, it starts to get a little bit rocky here, but in the soft dirt and sand silt, you guys can see paw prints. They start to actually go run parallel to the river now and start heading down. And from here, you can see out across the valley. Can we make a check as to their numbers? Uh, it appears to be three wolves and one warg. Eventually, the warg's trail leads to a rocky ledge overlooking the rocky banks of the river Ashaba. Uh, the rapids here are creating a light mist. And just as you had suspected, Aranya, you can see the Valley of Mistledale spread out before you as you stand on its edge. You look down over the rocky ledge and you see there's a small figure that's lounging on its back, facing away from you. Its head is bobbing side to side, and you can hear like it's softly over the rapids, just like a voice. And in its hand, you see a squirrel that it's dangling above its head. Does that look humanoid? It's got big kind of pointed ears, and you're thinking it might be a goblin. Does anyone here speak goblin? Tahomas does. You can actually faintly hear this goblin. Uh, it's singing like a song. It just seems like kind of a, a ridiculous little goblin lullaby. Like he's having a good time and he's playing with this squirrel that's kind of squirming in his hands. Mm. Thomas, can you understand it? What's it doing? He's uh, he's just enjoying the afternoon mist. Singing a common goblin love song. It's like, it's a thing. I, th I think I've heard a story of something like this. And soon he will begin to bash the head of the fish onto a rock. And it seems like a terrible scene. is isn't a goblin, is it? It is a goblin. The vile creatures. Mm. It's true. But so are squirrels, so wash. Yeah, the rats, rats of the uh, of the trees, yes. I, I think you know our name for them. <laughs> what are we going to do with this thing, though? I think they also call them uh, day rats. Yes, day rats. Yes. <laughs> this is also true. Uh, can give me a moment to sneak down so that if it's uh, if it startles, I can at least try and catch the ugly little bugger. Just a moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and scrabble down these rocks without being seen. Okay. Well, I want you to roll a stealth check. It's a twelve plus uh, four, so that's a uh, sixteen. Aranya's gonna knock an arrow just in case Braxis gets ambushed. Okay. Sounds good. Anyone else going to do anything in the meantime? I will also knock an arrow. That sounds like a good idea. Gashan's just going to try to stay out of sight. Okay, sounds good. She's glad there's no sun right now. I assume it's kind of cloudy. Fog? Uh, yeah, it is actually oh, a little bit overcast. Do you glimmer in the sun? Possibly. Well, I don't know. Do you glimmer in the sun? Yeah. Okay, cool. She's polished... Brass? Is it brass? Yes. Okay, she's polished brass. Oh, man. It's regal. So, uh, Braxis is hanging from the cliff edge with his, like, knuckles whitened, and he kind of, like, looks up with, like, terrified eyes and says, perhaps we should try and negotiate with it. <laughs> Wait, why? Why? <laughs> Suddenly, you're just like, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. <laughs> Fine. And I'll, I'll make a climb check. That is athletics, right? 
uh, yeah, athletics. You don't have to actually. It's it's really easy to climb down oh, this. Oh, great. And as you're actually kind of like beginning to climb down, you see there's actually a footpath that leads down. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I will continue sneakily uh, pursuing. Yeah, are you going to sneakily climb down or take the footpath? I am uh, taking the footpath and stealthing my way down. Okay, cool. As you're creeping along this footpath, you notice as you're like looking at this goblin and he doesn't seem to be paying any attention because he's facing away from you. He's like, looks like he's enjoying the view of the valley. But you see there's a bunch of broken bottles on the footpath. Hmm. Like perhaps he sets a set some sort of warning or a trap for me. Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation. No, you don't even have to roll an investigation yeah. check. Yeah, that is a correct ass- uh, assessment. You think they're basically cheap caltrops that also act as a kind of a sounding alarm. You cheeky bugger. I'll say out loud as I step over them and start to make my way towards the little bastard. Okay, uh, the goblin probably didn't hear you because he's still, like, bobbing his head to the left and right. Uh, I'm going to sneak up right behind him until I cast a foreboding shadow that he can see for a brief moment. Okay. And then I'm going to lean in down towards him and using intimidate, I'm going to say, Don't you say a word, you damn goblins. (laughs) Okay, roll an intimidation check. My accent's weird today. Intimidation is plus three. That's a ten. Okay. The goblin, like, freezes for a second, and he drops the squirrel, which, like, uh, scrambles away from him. You can see he's shuddering as he's turning around and looking at you. And this is, like, terrified. Like, his ears are flopped down. And he's he looks pretty mangy, like he's been malnourished and stuff. And he's just shivering, paralyzed with fear. I, like, uh, look up at my compatriots up above and be like, it seems we've subdued him at least temporarily. Yeah. Uh, he actually follows your eyes, and he sees the three of you up on the cliffside. You're probably about 15 feet away, and he's just shaking his hands in front of his face, and he looks very worried. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, do you speak common by any chance? Some people call it Latin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, yes, yes, I speak, speak common. Ah, your voices are just always terrible, but we'll, we'll just let us know that nothing terrible will happen to you if you listen to us. We, uh, we simply found one of your, uh, furry friends had tried to attack some of my compatriots, and we are seeking revenge on the elders of your village, and you will help us find them, yes? Uh, roll persuasion check. Uh, that is a, uh, 15. 15, okay. He's like, uh, yes, yes, I'll, I'll help you. They're, they're right in there, and he points right over your shoulder. Like, uh, slowly turn around and take a gander? Okay, uh, you slowly turn around and take a gander. And there's, like, right underneath these three, there's a huge cave opening in the cliff face. And you probably would have walked right by it because it's slightly obscured by a bunch of big boulders. And with that, that goblin, as soon as Vraxis turns around, takes off running. Like, down the hillside, uh, away from you guys. What do you guys do? Gashan, that goblin is hauling ass away from you. He's probably about 60, 70 feet away from you right now. Uh, can I, can I hold? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and hold. Action. All right. Uh, Tahomas, what are you going to do? I would like to take a shot at the uh, fleeing goblin. All right. Can I shoot to maim? No, definitely not. Okay. This is not the movies, and you don't have a gun. Dang. Okay. <laughs> I like. You, let me arc a bow shot to maim. <laughs> he's, he's he's also like seventy feet away from you, so it's probably going to be a pretty hard shot to hit. Yeah. We'll give this to you. You can roll it. We'll have you roll a disadvantage shot. Five. Five total. Don't 
Or no, I'm sorry, eight, right? Yeah, eight, math. yeah, okay. Um, you take a shot, and this goblin's running away, and you completely whiff it. Yeah. I learned my lesson. Yeah, that's two arrows down now. <laughs> it's, it's true. Oh, Aranya, what do you do? We're running in the opposite direction from the cave where its yes. family supposedly lives. Yes. Guys, I think we're okay letting this one go. Any objections? That's what I had in mind. Good. That's why you missed the shot. Yes. It's a warning shot. I don't have any objections. I suppose where we need to go is in here, but... Yeah, he's not going to beat us to alarm the rest of the goblins. No, but he could definitely return with quite a hunting party. I got an idea. I'm going to look out towards the goblin, and uh, I'm going to like put my hand out in a very powerful uh, pose, if you will, like reaching out towards him, and I will say, Oh, goblin, you will not be leaving today. You'll be returning to us and helping us to find your... Goblin King, or whatever the hell you have in this cave. The words will kind of like uh, float out and flutter, and like each one you can be seen in like ancient uh, ancient texts, and eventually they assault his ears. My intent is to cast a. Um, is to cast. I just realized that it's not going to work because I'm used to level 5 Braxis, and he doesn't have any spells that do what needs to be done here. So I rescind I wondered everything about that. I just talked about. So, so Braxis actually just said all of that, and then then he like just is waiting, he's waiting, and nothing happens. And then I'm, I'm going to look at Gashan and be like, I'm going to look up at Gashan and be like, yeah, you may need some extra luck, so... Good luck on your next shot, and I'll give you an inspiration dice, and then just look down at my hands and dismay. <laughs> at least I did something. Oh. <laughs> that was the command spell, wasn't it? Yeah. Suggestion. suggestion. Braxis has been level five for like five years. I recognize that. All right. Um, so How far away is he now? No, he's pretty he's far right now. Gone. He's yeah, like, okay. you guys, guys kind of, because it's all rocky and there's a lot of trees, so you pretty much lost sight of him right away. Yeah. But there is a, a faint whiff of poop on the wind. You, <laughs> you might have scared the <laughs> the shit out of him. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Aww. No, it's just... Pretty defenseless. Okay, so... Um, what do you guys do? You're standing up on that ridge. I want to step up this view. All right. You guys gather up again, and you guys see there's actually broken glass on the path, just like Braxis saw. And before you lies an opening to a large cave. What do you guys do? It's probably about 15 feet wide. Tahomas, uh, do you recognize any of the tracks from the wolves leading into this hole? I don't want to get my face bit when I stick it in there. I will risk my face to check for some tracks. Okay. Yeah, you actually see uh, there are... The ward tracks lead right to the entrance of the cave, and then you see, like, right by the entrance, there's, like, a wooden stake in the ground with a uh, broken rope next to it. Oh. Yeah. Bad dog. <laughs> uh, quick question. Yes? some uh, retroactive continuity. Uh, so when Aranya skinned the warg, did she notice anything around its neck? Yes, a rope. Okay. I forgot to include that. Thank you, Aranya. You're welcome. So yeah, uh, magically you remember there is a rope that is was tied around its neck. 
Well, this looks like where that Borg's rope came from. I wonder if they're out looking for it. Hmm. Seems they're <laughs> down a guard dog either well, way. The scared Go goblin ran didn't I mean I guess he would have had to pass for access to run back in the cave, but like I'm incredibly intimidating. I yes, of course. So. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and instead he ran away. Hmm. Yeah, but he would have had to run toward us. I well. yeah, that's it's a good point. Well, if there is a hunting party, no sense in getting caught out here staring at this cave entrance. But if we go in and they come back. I was going to say that there are uh, footprints leading to and from the cave. And roll a survival check to Helmets. 18. 18. Okay. There are probably about a half dozen set of footprints. And some are barefoot, and others are booted. Do rangers get tracking their... Oh, there's my favorite enemy. Never mind. Yes, rangers do get a bonus to tracking their favorite enemy, <laughs> really? which they is undead. Favorite, huh? I keep thinking, because I, I speak the language, but no, they're not my favorite. What do you guys say we go inside the cave? Yeah. After you, Gashan. <laughs> Wait, do you have dark vision? No. I'll go ahead. I'm good at After you were Rania. stepping quietly as well. Hmm. Gishan is not enthused with this plan. Aranya, don't uh, don't trip when you get in there, will you? I will grant you an inspiration dice. Thanks. That you can add a d6 to a dice roll. Thomas would like to ask the human members of the party, and I suppose Aranya as well, how they feel about torches. I got a special little conjuration I use for times just like this. Ooh. What sort? Is it less obvious than a torch? I mean, it is of the spectral variety of lights dancing. You know, it's a kind of a big deal. Allow me to show you. I'll allow it. I like wiggle my fingers and like whisper in the wind and suddenly some greenish flickering flame kind of starts fluttering around us all spooky-like. Cool. Uh, so standing inside the cave entrance that's illuminated now, you realize there's also a dragonborn in your party, Thomas. <laughs> you did not address. Ah. Oh, did I? <laughs> Do you have dark vision? No. Could you light this torch for me? We don't need it. Got oh, the magic, right. Never mind. Magic light. I mean, there's something that's nice she... about the adventurous smell of a, of a burning torch. but She was already kind of like bringing her head <clears throat> back a little bit. You can see a little bit of smoke coming out of her nostrils, and then she just stops. Aw. All right. So how many uh, dancing lights did you create? Because that's the spell you cast, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's four. Four shimmery eyes. Four, objects. okay, cool. And they're they're about the... Yeah, I imagine them kind of like fluttering almost like a candelabra with no um, with no attachments. So they just kind of stay yeah. near each and other. And they can float with you. Float with you. And uh, they cast the glow of a torch, correct? Yep. Okay, cool. Hey everyone, this is Bobby the Dungeon Master. Sorry for the long delay in getting this episode out there. Sometimes life gets in the way of D&D, and that's okay, because life's adventures wait for no one. But D&D can and will. But what matters now is we're back and happy to share adventures with you. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you for your patience. And now, a message from our sponsors. This is the Mistledale Council with an important message. 
Stay away from adventurers. Do not drink with them. Definitely don't gamble with them. And no matter what, do not join them on their treasure hunts or silly quests, for they will eventually get themselves killed. This has been an important message from the Mistledale Council. You guys are standing at the mouth of the cave. Four glowing spectral lights kind of illuminate this entrance. Uh, the cave bores into the hillside and the air is slightly damp. And you can hear it deep into the cave intermittent dripping sounds. Moss and ferns grow along the sloped walls of the cave that raise twice as tall as Kashan. You can see stalactites and stalagmites are scattered everywhere. The light from his spectral orbs are reflecting off the slightly damp walls. Mm -hmm. The cave descends slightly into the hillside. Aranya, you take the lead and you begin to... Are you creeping into the cave? I am creeping. So everyone's pretty much creeping? Straight creeping. Okay, Aranya's leading. Uh, the cave is 15 feet wide, so what is the order you guys are creeping into this cave? I will uh, stand behind Aranya and uh, make sure that the light is not uh, is not too far forward, basically regulating the light. And as, as I uh, travel across the ground, I will uh, keep my eyes open for anything that you may be stepping on, keeping eyes for more broken glass and traps that these clever little goblins may have left for her. Okay, great. My intention is to hopefully grant her advantage on her stealth check. Gotcha. Well, you're illuminating her. Probably not granting her advantage on her stealth check. Just disadvantage. Enjoy. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, who's behind Fraxis or next to him? Chahomas periodically checks stalactites and stalagmites just to, long enough to ensure that he remains in the very back. Okay. <laughs> and then, Gashan, I'm guessing Hush. you're right next to Fraxis then? I guess so. Right. I mean, I was going to say it might be best to have me at the back if they come back, but, you know. Oh, good point. Uh, I want to say safely in the middle of the party. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, as this cave winds down and descends into the hillside, uh, you see Aranya, along with the ferns and moss that are growing along the ground, there is a slight kind of mist that's probably about uh, up to your shin. Mm -hmm. It starts to get up to your knees and mid-waist, as you creep further into the cave. Okay. About, I don't know, maybe 60 feet in or so, you hear some voices ahead. Uh, and you can see that the mist has collected here, and, and it's pretty thick, like waist deep. And you can see there's a glow, a yellow glow, emanating from the center of the cavern, directly ahead. Ooh. Can I make out the words? Said by the voices yet? They sound like they're speaking in goblin. So hold on. I have an idea. We could duck down into this mist. Go toward the lake. And uh, try to figure out what they're talking about. Thomas nods. <laughs> silently. Nodding silently. Okay, <laughs> good. It's a good thing you're not wearing a helmet. Yeah, who'd have been a terrible racket? Okay, you guys creep forward. I want you guys to both roll stealth checks. Okay. Any roll? You can use inspiration on any roll, yes. Great. Roll the d6 and add it to that roll. Okay. So, uh, Tahomas, what'd you get? 15. 15. And Aranya, what'd you get? 
So my stealth check was going to be a critical failure. As a natural one. However, thanks to inspiration, I got an eight. An eight. Okay. <laughs> you're creeping forward and you're like focused on this probably you think is a campfire that they're hanging around. And you kick a stalagmite and you were like <laughs> and you hear uh Thomas, you hear what was that? Ah, it was nothing. And then they go back to just chattering. I, I mime wiping sweat off my forehead to Aranya. Can I see him do that? Yes, you can. There's, there's actually a little bit of sweat too, Thomas. It's not does <laughs> not regulate well. It is very damp in here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, creeping forward, you guys are probably about 15 feet away from this. You can smell now the smoke, a little campfire, and you see like three shadowy figures that are crashed around it, and they're the silhouette of them. It seems to be some goblins. Do I hear any, I assume, deeper voices that sound more like hobgoblins? You do not. And Thomas, you, you hear them, and you understand what they're saying. Uh, and what one of them is uh, talking now, and they're like, he says, Okay, okay, guys. I got a joke. What do you call a dragon that eats a group of adventurers? The other two are like, uh huh. And he says, a party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> and one of, the, one, of the goblins, one of the goblins is like, boo. Bow. My question is does Tahomas start audibly laughing? Yes, Tahomas starts audibly laughing. <laughs> Just a little giggle. <laughs> and then one of the goblins says, ah, what's that? Shh. Ah, ah, what do you guys do? I would like to, can, can Tahomas gesture to his other compatriots or is it too dark? Oh, you, you can see them. Yeah. Okay. I'd like to motion them forward and then kind of give them like a three. Okay. Like with my fingers, just indicate three to them. Yeah. You give some SWAT team uh, hand signals to them. Super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to attempt a uh, hand up, fingers raised towards the sky gesture, followed by a hand extended out in front of me, halt-like gesture. And then I'm going to uh, pull a purple region pouch from my uh, pocket. Kind of hold up like the one finger, maybe wait a second style gesture. And then I'm going to tiptoe towards the goblins. <laughs> like an intruder in a home. Okay. I don't understand what they <laughs> Purple thing, but hey, it doesn't matter to me. That's fine. Okay, so you're tiptoeing to the guns. Sense. And then, cool. uh, Gashan, what are you going to do? She's probably going to wait to run in until they've heard the rest of them, because if they're trying to sneak, yeah. I can't do that. We can, <laughs> we can make a group stealth check. Yeah, why don't we do a group right. stealth check? Okay. Right. Uh, Gashan just has disadvantage. Fuck. Aranya and uh, Thomas, you don't have to roll again. I'm not going to 20. Oh. A 20? All right. Let's see what Gashan rolled. A seven. Seven. About where I was. Okay. So Vraxis quietly sneaks up beside you, Aranya, and Thomas. And Vraxis, what are you doing with your dancing lights? Uh, with my dancing lights, I am allowing them to shimmer behind us. My hope is to illuminate them in another way. Sounds good. Uh, you, from where you are, when you creep up next to Thomas and Aranya, you can actually see those goblins now. Yeah. They're kind of illuminated. As I do, I'm going to uh, open the strings on the purple pouch. Okay. And uh, reach and grab some, which almost looks like glitter. Uh -huh. I'm going to take it and kind of like raise my elbow up and kind of like flick it in the air like that meme on the internet. 
when I do, uh, it's going to dance all over them in a little bit of what I call fairy fire. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then just as you're casting that fairy fire, uh, you hear Gashan come up behind you and her claws kind of scrape on the ground. And suddenly you hear the goblins go, no, no, I definitely heard something. And they all turn their heads. You can see they have these big floppy kind of gremlin-like ears. And they all turn their heads. So they're now their heads are illuminated looking in your direction. And just that moment, two of the three are illuminated with green spectral glowingness. It'd be a little easier to see them in the fog. Yes. Now, the the goblins, they see that they're suddenly glowing in the... That's his magic! They draw their blades, and then they charge through the mist at you guys. And as soon as they run the mist at you guys, they see the four of you, and they all skid to a stop. They look around at the, the three of you, and then they look up at Yugashan, and they're like, <laughs> And they, they start dancing around, like, and running in circles, and then they just break off into all these different directions and disappearing into the mist around you guys. Tahomas, you're the, you've got the quickest reflexes. These three goblins sprint right by you guys and they're going for the cave entrance. Hmm. Hmm. I would like to put an arrow in one of the illuminated ones. All right, go ahead and roll on attack roll. 220 set of dice, advantage. Right on, uh, 18. Roll damage. Eight. Tahomas draws an arrow and just shoots one as it's running by, one of the glowing ones, and it just falls dead on the ground. Aranya, you're the next to react. Yeah, so I'm going to try to run after one and tackle it. Okay, one of the glowing ones or one of the non-glowing ones? I get advantage if I go after a glowing one, right? Yeah. Glowing one. Okay, cool. Roll 220-sided die and add in your strength. That's an 18. Okay, uh, you tackle one of these glowing ones to the ground, and he's, like, trying to struggle from underneath you, but you've got him pinned. Great. Brax, what are you doing? Uh, there's the uh, third most one that has been unmasked with, correct? Yes, and it's it doesn't have your fairy fire on it. Uh, I will begin, And it's kind of disappearing into the mist. I will begin pursuing Maddening. It will be like, get over here! And I'll yell at the lights that kind of start to follow behind me. Uh -huh. uh, in a furl of, like, clothing, I'm going to, like, sprint off into the mist after. Okay. Hope knock it off. Uh, it... Went back the way you came. And uh, Kishan, what are you doing? Thomas, can you talk to that one that yeah. Ronnie's oh. got? Someone help me wrangle this guy. He's really uh, he's, feisty. Yeah, he's struggling. Like, he's oh, feisty. Oh, well, then I come over and kind of kind of motion you to hold him, but to keep him on the ground. And I put my heel on him to hold him in place. Okay. He's like rustling with uh, Aranya, and he's like squirming in your grip quite smaller than you but as soon as shan walks over and puts a heel on his chest he just whimpers like <laughs> and you see his like ears go down oh no all right we're gonna cut back to Vraxis now Vraxis, you're chasing this thing through the cave you know kind of like weaving uh, in and out of those stalagmites stalag if you will and uh, trying to like trying to push off of each one maybe put a hoof on it and kind of like try and gain any kind of traction i can you chase this thing and it's uh, give me give me an uh, acrobatic roll acrobatics tumbling over one of these I'll use luck on it. 16. It's a 19. It's a 19. Okay. You're actually gaining some speed on this thing, and it's left the mist now, and it's like running for the cave entrance just as you catch up to it. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to... I'm going <laughs> to... My intention is to yell at it and come to uh, stop, or I will shoot. Okay. So a deception. That's the intent. All right. 
and I will use um, I will use uh, minor illusion to make it look like I'm holding a beautiful and regal uh, crossbow. Okay, sounds good. So his save versus that is DC 13, and my uh, is 15 for my um, intimidation. This goblin freezes at the entrance. See it shivering. It's just standing there quaking, and then it turns around. And you can see it's actually it's a female goblin. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, you know, the species is a little dirty and ratty, so you can't really tell. But you're pretty sure it's a girl. What do you do? I'm going to continue to kind of like poke at it with my crossbow. You're going to poke at it with your crossbow like, now, like yeah. Like a gesture at it. Kind of uh-huh. Point. Okay, yeah. Like, You'll be getting back in this cave there, Missy. Uh, it just like slumps its shoulders a little bit and then just walks back into the cave. You're going to lead us to wherever it is that's running this damn cave. Come on now. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so while he's doing that, back to the rest of the party. Uh, you guys have this goblin pinned to the ground. What do you guys do? I'd like to walk up to Gashan and translate the joke to her. <laughs> okay. It does not translate well, Gashan. <laughs> this fleshy human jokes. <laughs> you don't understand them. Uh, no, <laughs> it's fine. All right. I I roll my eyes. Okay. This, this goblin, this is the one that was actually telling the joke. <laughs> and he kind of weakly smiles like... <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> Has he established rapport with his captors? Um, After a few seconds, you see um, another goblin march out of the mist, kind of sullen, and right behind it is Vraxis holding a crossbow that you didn't see him have before. Oh. It's nice, isn't it? Shiny. Mm. <laughs> I want to know, are these guys alone? Why on earth are they sending their wolves out to farms to attack people? And where did they get a wolf? I, I translate that to the goblin, in like goblin jargon, pigeon language. Goblin Who jargon. Let the dogs out. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> they basically say that the uh, the warg escaped, and uh, that was their pet. And what they're doing here is they they say they work for the master. We work for them. The master. Yes. Master. Who's the master? Who he, let the dog out? He, uh, his, his name is, is, uh, Malser. Malser the Merciless. He, he's bully. Cruel. Cruel bully. Is he like you? Is he? What? Goblin? Oh, no. Hobgoblin. Jerks. Yeah. Da, ja, jerks. Can you take us to him? Uh, he, uh, he's down, down the cave. On, on the, the right side of the fork. Yeah, the right side of the fork. The other one echoes. Don't. We, we don't go. He'll kill us. I translate that to the party and kind of get their input on it. We, did, we didn't like him anyways. He, he, he didn't pay us well or feed us. Scott, you, you want to kill him? Ask if he has more cronies. Is it just these fools? You got cronies, Mr. Goblin person? Uh, cronies? Uh, I translate crony to goblin. <laughs> what, what is crony? How do you translate crony? Droogs. <laughs> Droogs? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Droogs? Droogs? Yeah, one of them pulls out like a little small pouch out of his pack. Droogs? Droogs? <laughs> I, I indicate towards Braxis. Uh, maybe a little later would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> now, straight to the bottom. <laughs> 
no, no, do cronies, cronies, like, friends? Friend, yeah. yeah. I nod. Yeah, three of them. Yeah, the bully, uh, Mouser, and then, uh, the other one. Is the bully and, uh, the other one, are they also hobgoblins? Uh, no, uh, bullies, bugbear. Ugh. Don't like that. Yeah, we don't like him either. He's kind of a jackass. Yeah, he stinks. We smell bad, eat worse. Okay. I'm going to kind of look to the party for guidance on this one. So you're, like, telling us everything you said. Yeah, translating. And... Um, sounds like they might be down to help us take out the bullies that have been uh, running the show. Right? I'm going to reach into yet another pouch and pull out some uh, <laughs> daily rations. I'm going to toss it down at the goblin's feet and be like, you guys hungry? Yeah, yeah. They started, like, eating it voraciously. Uh. That assumes I let the other one up. Did I let him up? I don't know. Did you let him up? Sure. <laughs> don't ask me if you let him up. That's your call. Well, it's yeah. just like, is he eating when he's laying on the ground under my heel? <laughs> yeah, he's basically like trying to reach for a scrap of food. And I, like... I let him up. Okay. Here's... Arani's going to kind of like, while the goblins are eating, pull aside her companions. Be like, here's my thinking. I don't know goblins all that well, so someone correct me if I'm wrong. But to some extent, I think we can buy their loyalty, right? If we're nice to them, and if we have the upper hand, they're probably going to help us out. If we start losing, they might turn on us. I mean, I'm no scholar, but historically speaking, goblins are untrustworthy as all can be. However, if they hate this person more than they hate us, then we'll at least have a temporary ally. Yeah. I guess we need them to show us where they all are. They could at least get us to the guys. Okay, we can make him hold the torch for us. Oh, I guess we don't need one. Thank you. Mm, no, yes. All right, then. Well, huddle break? Yeah. Break! Can, can we disarm them in the area of any kind of weapons they may have had? Well, they had weapons on them, and they were just sheathed on them, and, like, they ran and sheathed their weapons. Uh, as soon as you walk back up to them, they're like, we, we, we don't like that plan. They say that in common. They're like, no, no, no. no. We, 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 we don't want to die. No. You... We'll tell you where they are, but no, we're not gonna. No, we're not gonna help. Is that cool? Are we cool? Can we how, leave? how can we trust you not to rat us out? Uh, we don't like him. So if you kill him, cool. But we're gonna go home, back to peace country. Yeah, back to peace country. I've got a better idea. This doesn't sound like a better idea. Aranya's gonna try <laughs> to catch one of them. Well, they're right in front of you. Yeah, I know. She Action. wants to tie one up before he can change his mind and start running away. Oh, okay. He submits to you. Cool. I'll follow suit with the other one. Okay, you tie them both up. That's fine. We'll come back and release them. Yeah. Cool. Hopefully that warg doesn't return. Oh, no. <laughs> they both go wide-eyed and kind of like do this comical thing where they look at each other. <gasps> I assume I'm still carrying the pelts. They must just not see it. Well, I mean... It could be any warg. Now that you mention that, they realize, oh, she's got the pelt, but they don't say anything. Uh, so guys, if you tell us where they are and it's accurate, we'll come back and untie you. Yeah. Well, you just said, uh, right, right passage. Any other information? Uh, don't go down the left passage. What's down the left? Oh, 
dangerous things. Does anyone else get the feeling that we should go down the left passage? No, I do, yes. Braxis doing Braxis things. That is also what I'm feeling. No, 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 don't go down left passage. Dangerous. I'm gonna lean in and give a big sniff up. Do I smell a rat? <laughs> uh, no, I farted. <laughs> but I had rat yesterday. I'm gonna inside. Does he seem to be lying to me? That's uh, eight. Eight. Not exactly sure. Maybe it's the broken common that he's saying, but you think he might be truthful. It's hard to tell. To the right and proceed with utmost caution, I take. Is that's inevitable. Step. They, they in unison shake their head. All right. All right. I was going to do a coin flip, but... I mean, I am always willing to trust the face. Coin flip is in order. Anyone else? I like that. Let's gauge their reaction. Perfect. Yeah. Hope they didn't understand that part. Do you guys know the word reaction? Look down towards them. Said <laughs> to Homus and Sylvan. <laughs> uh, they're like, we're not idiots. But no, we don't understand reaction. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arania's going to pull out a gold piece because that seems luckier. All right. Heads, it's the right passage will go down and tails, it's the left. Tails, which means left. What do the goblin faces look like? The male one looks wide-eyed, and the the female one is just like she decides. What do we think of this? I like that one. You like this option? Yeah, they they don't like it, so we like it, right? They probably want to be untied. Mm. They they vigorously nod their heads. <laughs> Their ears are flopping as they're nodding their heads. Like, oh, we could just bring them with us down the left. Now they're, they're shaking their heads no. Their right. ears are flopping from side to side. I think they have a vested interest in us making it out alive, so I'm thinking the right looks better now. Right it is. You mean you are going to defy the very fates in which we have elected to believe? Oh, your God. <laughs> one of the goblins pipes up the female one. She says, yeah, you got point. I mean, when you evoke the winds of fate. You can't simply ignore them. I mean, Aranya does worship the goddess of luck. My friends, Timora has spoken. We need to go left. Hey, thank you for listening to Infinite Quest. A big thank you to Daniel Fryhopper, talented audio engineer, for editing, mixing, and mastering. You can reach him at fryhofferd at gmail.com. Additional thanks to TabletopAudio.com for theme songs. If you'd like to learn more, you can check out our website at infinitequest.squarespace.com. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you and hope you will join us for the next episode of Infinite Quest.